0: What's up, everybody? Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. You're listening to Nerd Blitz. There's Tom Steve Dave, there's ISO Comics, but there's also Nerd Blitz. Listen up, listen hard, live it, love it, learn it. Nerd Blitz.
1: Listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. My name is Michael Weston. I used to be a spy until. Give me the next line, asshole.
0: You think I can pull that fucking from memory?
1: Oh, you don't have it memorized like I did even before I just started watching the series. No. Oh. Okay. Fine. My name is Michael Weston. I used to be a spy until we got a burn notice on you. You're blacklisted. <sighs> When you're burned, you've got nothing. No cash, no credit, no job history. You're stuck in whatever city they decide to dump you on. Where am I? Miami. <laughs> anyway, I'm Doom. I'm Fitz. You rely on anyone who's still talking to you. A trigger-happy ex-girlfriend. You know, in season six, they changed that. They? Uh they? Add, yeah, they added a line about Jesse, and they changed oh, yeah, it from it. a trigger-happy ex-girlfriend to a trigger-happy girlfriend.
0: Did they? I never noticed that. I never picked that up.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I noticed it immediately, because if you listen real close, you can can hear, hear like, they're pull. Yeah, like, you can hear... um, Season 1 had an old friend who used to inform on you... Or, an old friend who's informing on you to the FBI. Season 2 was an old friend who used to inform on you to the FBI. Mm. Season 3 is when they changed the last line from... Or to bottom line, as long as you're burned, you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So there's like th- three different versions in the first three seasons, and then in season five, they're like, "Fuck it, we're changing the beginning. We're gonna add a new line," and they just Frankenstein it together. So you hear his voice go up and down. Oh, instead of just being like, "Hey, you're gonna re-record this line anyway. How about just re-record yeah, the whole re-record fucking the thing, the whole thing in 30 seconds?"
0: Yeah, that's a good show.
1: We're gonna be talking about Burn Notice.
0: Okay, but I guess not right this second, so what else?
1: (laughs) Oh, I mean, we'll get into it. I figured you might want to banter about something first. Oh,
0: yeah. No, we usually do, but I thought maybe you were melding the banter into the talk about Burn Notice.
1: No, not yet. I just, I was hoping you would remember it and help me go through it, and I'll do the mic lines, and you can do everything else, but...
0: No. I guess not. No.
1: Obviously, I can do it
0: on my own, but... Obviously. It was actually probably funnier that you did it on your own.
1: Do you want me to finish it?
0: No, it's all right.
1: You're like, go ahead. We got an hour and a half to kill. Save your chi. (laughs) So, anything fun been happening you want to talk about before we talk about burn notice and other stuff?
0: Oh, you mean like the fucking 14 inches of snow we got today?
1: (laughs) Well, last night.
0: Yeah. Well, and today. It was snowing today. Was it not snowing down by you?
1: Uh, We got more rain than snow.
0: Really? Dude, we got gigantic flakes this afternoon.
1: Yeah, when they said it was going to switch into a wintry mix today, they weren't lying cuz it was a little bit of snow but it was mostly rain.
0: Oh yeah, I don't think we got any rain. We got That sucks. I was out driving around for a minute and it was starting to drop those pellets on those little sleet pellet things. They're mm-hmm. not really sleet but it's like almost looks like rock salt. Yeah. Or not rock salt, but like the salt you put on a soft pretzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, then one, by the time I got back home, it was like coming down hard, like gigantic flakes. Wow. But it didn't really add very much to it, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I was riding around in it last night, and it's oh, like, this fun. is amazing. I love this. Just seeing the snow come down like that, it's like,
0: ah. Oh, fuck that. There's no way I would have wanted to be driving around last night. How long did it take you to get anywhere?
1: Uh, not long, actually. Really? Yeah, it, it was only like almost double time instead of, you know, a long, long time. It was like if it takes 30 minutes or 15 minutes, it took about 25 to 30. Hmm. So it wasn't too bad, but it does. There's something about snow that I can't articulate. I said this on Twitter earlier. Yeah. That I can't articulate. It just makes me feel so happy.
0: I like it when there's plenty of food in the house. Yeah. And... I don't you have ain't to gotta get leave. Up. I, Yeah, I don't have to get up and go to work. The kids don't have to go to school. Which, if it's this bad, they wouldn't have had to go to school anyway, but... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to get up and clean off the cars at fucking 6 o'clock in the morning, or... Yeah. You know, drive, like, fucking Death Race 2000 to get to work. <laughs> like, fucking Ice Road Truckers.
1: <laughs> the fucked up thing is... It's one of the things I love about this show is you, like me, we both realize that there's a new version of Death Race and they've made like 10 movies in the new version, but it's like, fuck it, let's say Death Race 2000.
0: They've made 10 Death Race 2000 movies?
1: Not Death Race 2000, when they rebooted it. Yeah. And they were like, fuck it, let's just go with fucking destruction car racing porn Which, you know, I hate that, but that's what people call that type of stuff, so...
0: (sighs) Oh, yeah.
1: But yeah, they've made, like, the theatrical one, and then they've made, like, five to ten more direct-to-video.
0: Fuck, no way.
1: Death Race 2000s? Death Race. It's not Death Race 2000 anymore. Oh. That was the old one. Yeah. I'm gonna pull it up. I think ten is an overestimation, but...
0: Well, that just sounds dumb. Why would you do that? I remember that was like uh when I was in like I don't know, 3rd 3rd grade, 4th grade maybe. People would talk about Death Race 2000 like it was fucking Faces of Death or something.
1: Yeah. Like, "Oh,
0: you wouldn't believe this movie is so violent and gross."
1: Death Race 2 came out in 2010. The first one came out in two. Well, the reboot came out in 2008. Uh Death Race 2 came out in 2010. Death Race 3 Inferno came out in 2013. 2017, we had Death Race 2050. Mm-hmm. That looks like a continuation of the original. Yeah, it's Roger Corman. Hmm. Hold up, there's a... L- Who knew we were going down this path? Not me. The fucking Death Race path. You
0: know what? I don't even think I've ever seen it. The new one? Any of them, really. I might have seen bits and pieces of the original.
1: Okay, they've made four direct-to-video ones, so... Or Three. So, all together, the new series has four. Like I okay. said, it, it's kind of an overestimation to say ten, but... Kind of, yeah. It seemed like for a minute there, they were like, fuck it, let's pop out one of these a year.
0: They're like Seagal movies.
1: Ugh. Including the treason. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking douche. <laughs> he's one of those guys that everybody was always like, oh, he's amazing, and it's like, seriously? I
0: used to really like him back in the day. Seriously? Up uh, up until, um, I guess I really only liked three movies. The first three movies he did I thought were pretty good. (laughs) Okay. He had to be there.
1: Let's see. Uh, Death Race 2050 is a 2017 2017 political satire action directive. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of qualifiers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Why don't you give us more of a summary?
1: No shit. Political satire action direct-to-video film directed by G.J. Eck-Turnkamp? Holy shit.
0: I thought you were going to say G.G. Allen. (laughs) I was going to say, God damn, how long had that been in the can?
1: Uh, About 50 years? No. um, It is a sequel to the 20... uh, No, 1975 Death Race 2000. Hmm. Both were... Produced by Roger Corman, who described the film as a car racing picture with some black humor. You can tell Corman's old because he says "picture." Mm-hmm.
0: He said black humor. <laughs> I think they call that urban
1: now. <laughs> Let's see, starring Manu Bennett, Malcolm McDowell.
0: Oh fuck! You're talking about the new one. I was like, wait. <laughs> there was another guy named Manu Bennett. <laughs> Who knew it was so common? Holy shit. Was it his dad? <laughs> He's Manu Bennett Jr.?
1: Wow, there's a broad in it. Her name is Fo Lake Olo Yiku.
0: Holy shit. Is she fucking Hawaiian, <laughs> I guess? Or Polynesian of some kind? <laughs> I don't
1: know. She doesn't even have a Wikipedia page.
0: Fucking hell.
1: <laughs> Listen to this, though. It's like Manu Bennett, Malcolm McDowell, uh, Marcy Miller, Burt Grinstead... Folek Olowufu Yiku, Anissa Ramsey, and Yancey Butler. <laughs> That's a weird of grouping of names.
0: I know shit. I have I know two of those people. <laughs> that must have been like a fifteen thousand dollar budget.
1: The budget was one point huh. six billion. Not listed. <laughs> <laughs> It's a uh, Roger Corman picture, though, so you can imagine. I can. Probably two nickels and a dime. Mm. Anywho, yeah. So, altogether, there's been four, five, six Death Race movies, including the reboots and the original and its sequel.
0: That's that's arguably six too many.
1: Uh, probably, yeah.
0: It's definitely five, possibly six too many.
1: Let's just be kind and say it's five too many. Okay. You all can decide which one is the one that's Yeah, you guys
0: get to keep one.
1: Yeah. Oh, good lord. I remember I watched the first one and the second one because it's like oh, explosions. Because, I mean, be fair, I was 17 at the time the first one came out. Well, 18, I guess. The reboot. Yeah. Sorry. So I still had that slight undertone of retardation that's you know hanging on desperately still to this day
0: (laughs) yeah i was gonna say come on now (laughs) be careful what you say (sighs) because i'm gonna have to call you a liar
1: no i'll be honest i'll be okay honesty is the best policy All everybody
0: likes everybody likes explosions
1: yeah well i mean if that's your criteria for good these are the greatest movies ever cuz it's just cars going in circles, fucking shit exploding, people fucking heads exploding like coconuts. Yeah. It's like every night is Piper's Pit. <laughs> you got that joke, didn't you?
0: <laughs> no.
1: You remember when fucking Piper cracked uh Superfly in the head with the coconut? Vaguely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wow. And that's supposedly the shit you like better. Is that well, old like shit
0: I like it better it doesn't mean I remember it all. Well, why not? Speaking of the old shit that I like better mean Gene Okerlund died.
1: Yes, he did, didn't he? That sucked.
0: It did suck. He died after he fell.
1: Oh, is that how?
0: Yeah, it was complications after he fell at home.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, because that's like,
0: that sucks.
1: Always a fun way to go.
0: Yeah, that's how you want to do it.
1: Well, fuck yeah. I feel like you brought that up to try and bait me.
0: No, I I didn't. I honestly didn't. You
1: you're baiting a trap, and I'm like Urgh, no. Urgh, trying to. Not- no, I'm not. I'm
0: not. I'm not baiting a trap for anything. <laughs> did you see? I sh- I tweeted that. Um, well, I think somebody else did, and I retweeted it and commented on it. But that one promo of Randy Savage's that I think might possibly be the best promo ever cut from that era.
1: Oh, I think I saw it, but I didn't watch it.
0: The one where it's the cream rises to the top. Okay. Oh, it's fucking amazing, dude. It is amazing. He is fucking coked out of his fucking mind. He's gotta be. Randy. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know if that's the best one though, because there was one that was circulating where Gene was interviewing this, uh, lady wrestler.
0: Oh no, that, no, I meant, I meant, i meant an actual wrestler, not not an example of Mean Gene Okerlund, but uh, okay. But yeah, no, I saw the one you're talking about too, where he was interviewing a woman wrestler and and she, she said,
1: said something that could be vaguely dirty.
0: Uh huh. And he just fucking started laughing
1: <laughs> right in her face, and she looked at him like, "What are you doing?" Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, "I don't know what she said," so let's just say she said something like. I'm going to fucking get up behind her and keep pounding until I win. Something like that. Yeah, Where it's no, like, it's like,
0: no, no man's going to pin me or something like that. Or I'm not just yeah. going to lay down and let some man get on me or something like that. And
1: <laughs> yeah. Then he, and, he <laughs> and there's a laughing. pause. Well, and yeah, then he he's goes, about to
0: throw it back. He's about, he's throwing it back to, to the broadcast people or whatever. And as he's, as he's doing his sign off or whatever, he starts fucking, he bursts out laughing. He can't hold it in anymore. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it just comes
0: like, out of nowhere and it's fucking hysterical.
1: Yeah, because he's like, "Okay, then." There's a pause. He looks almost towards the camera, and he goes, "Ha ha ha!" And she does. She kind of looks at him like, "What are you doing, dude?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, <laughs> "Back to you." Yeah. Uh, I didn't this know this is me and Gene or whatever.
0: Yeah, I didn't know he's he sang the national anthem at WrestleMania three.
1: That sounds vaguely familiar. Uh,
0: or maybe it wasn't three. Maybe it was one of the other ones. I don't know. That was in his obit or one of the things that one of the rundowns I read of all the things he had done.
1: Yeah. And
0: I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know he was a singer.
1: And yeah, no, that doesn't sound like something you'd be like, oh, yeah, Mean Gene, great singer. Mm-hmm. But back in those days, it's like, is Aretha on the phone? They're like, no. How about Elton John? Because I, I could be wrong, but I think he did it once. And they were like, no, and they're like, all right, throw some asshole out there. Let's do this, because there were a couple years where it's like, who is this now? You know? Yeah. But yeah, was it the national anthem or was it America the Beautiful?
0: Fuck if I know. It was something. Yeah. It was one of them songs.
1: One of them America fuck yeah songs. Yeah. But uh, sorry, I cut you off. Go back to what you. What was it about the Savage promo? (gasps) Oh yeah
0: it was a ama- it was just like how he laughed at the woman that said that <laughs> silly shit yeah i don't understand how and you could see it kind of if you look in mean jean's eyes like he's he is like he wants to laugh so bad the struggle is real i think so yeah if you look at it closely <laughs> cuz he is just so fucking out of his mind randy savage he keeps producing these little creamers those little, like little coffee creamers, yeah. He's like, Oh, yeah, and he's talking about this shit. And like, somebody, Tunny, yeah, w- like did something to fucked up his internet intercontinental title or his match for the title or some shit. I don't know, it was something leading up to WrestleMania 3, okay. and uh, or maybe it was right after. He kept saying, "Oh, you can't hold me down because the cream always and it rises to the top." And he'd do like this little little thing with his hand, and like a little creamer would come up from behind his hand. And then he'd, like, toss it away, and then he'd keep talking with his hands some more. He kept doing these magic, like a sleight of hand where a fucking creamer would appear out of his hands. It was so retarded. He kept going back to it. Oh, the cream always rises. And the fucking cream would rise up from behind his hand. It was so ridiculous.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, the cream and then he, rises then, to and the then top. He,
0: then one of them he put in Mean Gene's jacket pocket. His, and he like popped his, it? No, he no he no he just said it there and then oh. and then later on he didn't have any more I guess because he took it and he and he used that one to to do the <laughs> the cream thing I don't know it was fucked up but I've wow. seen that one a few times that's one of my favorite ones
1: that's back in the days when there wasn't a fucking room full of writers being like what's John Cena say this week
0: well that's that's the other thing that's so crazy is you know he made that shit up yeah minutes before he went out there.
1: Yeah, they were like, uh, Randy, you're scheduled for a promo tonight. And he's like, what?
0: Bring, bring me
1: some creamers. And he's like, oh, shit, where's Craft Services? And they're like, huh? And he's like, oh, yeah, where's Craft Services? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, right behind you. And he's like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was I, so crazy.
1: Watching some of Randy's promos they are a little frightening because it's like at any moment his brain's going to explode or something
0: it really does like seem like he's about to pop
1: either his brain's going to explode his heart's going to explode or he's going to fucking prolapse his asshole cuz he's like oh yeah look what's going to happen here and it's like dude calm down you see him sweating and all his veins are popping out mm-hmm. in a dangerous way and it's like dude stop you're scaring me not cuz like I'm worried somebody's going to get hurt, but it's like, you're going <clears> to. <throat>
0: mm-hmm. It's because he fucking just did an eight ball backstage.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> <It's fun. laughs>
0: but it was great. It, it's a great promo and it's a, it's a prime example. Like it's a perfect example of what wrestling was like Yeah. in 1983, <laughs> <laughs> probably from, probably from then until like 1989. That's like a perfect example of, of a vintage. Wrestling promo.
1: Uh, that shit went a little bit into the 90s, too.
0: Oh, did? Was it still around?
1: Yeah, like that old style over the topness and whatnot, you know? Yeah. Before Vince was like, you know what? We can get like 35 writers in here and script every single line.
0: Yeah, here's a good how, idea.
1: How awesome in- would that be?
0: Instead of doing genuine shit, let's just make these fucking abrasive super alpha males.
1: These cookie-cutter, bland assholes.
0: Let's see, let's see how many steroids we can pump them full of. Well... Let's see how, let's see how big they can get.
1: Well, ease up, because that was the 80s. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, that was, too. But.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, that shit did spin off into the 90s, because... And we can segue into our other our other wrestling topic, if you want, with this, because, I mean, that's kind of where the Undertaker character came from, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's part of that old guard of silly shit and over the top. Yeah, goofiness. I was gonna say that's that.
0: that I, yeah, I was gonna say that that was like the beginning of the end. Really, was when Undertaker came in, in my opinion. Like in my, in my like childhood wrestling, um, watching like about the time that he came in was about the time that stuff started changing. I thought I felt like like things got more serious.
1: Well, see that. The sh- i I know exactly what you mean, but it was a couple years after he debuted. It was really, yeah, when I mean, it wasn't raw I mean, it started.
0: wasn't like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like the raw days where yeah. fucking tits were hanging out and beers were pouring all over the ring, but yeah, but it was it was beginning to get less colorful and more 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 serious, I guess, yeah,
1: when they say like he was one of the last of the old guard, it's true because yeah,
0: it, it definitely is.
1: I mean, like I said, it was really when Raw started that that shift changed. It went from, like, fun shit to, they're like, well, we've got this weekly show that we're really putting all this effort in. I mean, for Christ's sake, we're shooting it at MSG. Or, no, it wasn't MSG yet, was it? No. Where was it they shot that? The first Raw? Yeah. It's where they used to shoot it for a while. Oh, fuck, I can't remember. I know everybody's going to be like, asshole, but... Yeah, they had this dedicated place where they would shoot it every week or, like, they would tape two weeks at a time, you know. So, yeah, they were like, we're up in the production value, so let's fucking put more into it. And I think that was 93 that Raw started. So, yeah, it was, like, right in that era, a couple years after Taker, that where, you know, it quit being fun. Because it was really, like, 95 when the full shift happened.
0: Right, that's what I was going to say. Was That was about... That was when Austin and everything was happening and
1: Yeah. And right as the war started with WCW. Which I mean, WCW was still kinda doing that cartoony shit. Yeah, until... that's why I
0: that's why I dug Nitro better than Raw. Yeah. Until until Nitro shit the bed and became completely became the fucking Kevin Nash show.
1: Yeah, where they're like Fuck it, we're gonna just completely flip off the audience, and not how Austin does it.
0: it which was weird because all like it's it, it started to become like all the people, the old guys that I liked for when I was yeah. a kid, were like on Nitro now, but I didn't like them on Nitro. <laughs> I well, was yeah, like, these cause... guys fucking suck. These guys aren't fun at all.
1: Yeah, that's because they were fucking getting the writers in there to put their hands up their asses.
0: Yeah, and I, I didn't like the whole NWO or whatever. No, no, no. And the fucking the Hollywood gimmicks and all that shit. I, 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 was, I was like, this is stupid.
1: There are still people that are like, diehard NWO was awesome, and it's like, no. I mean, if if that's your opinion, okay, you you're free to have that. I mean, you're wrong, but you're free to have that opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just didn't dig it.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, at a certain point, like, everybody was fucking NWO, so it's like, what's left? All the huge stars, at least. And then it was everybody they squashed.
0: Oh, yeah, they squashed everybody.
1: Jericho, Austin.
0: Wasn't that about the time? Didn't fucking Randy Savage, like, slap the shit out of somebody? Some girl on there? Um... I want to say it was. It was, like, it was kind of scripted, but he, like, went way over the line.
1: See, I... I don't really know because I was never a WCW fan.
0: Well, I just remember because it was a big deal. Like, people were... Like, there was backlash for it. The way he handled that. Because it was like a promo and... Yeah. it, It was like... I can't remember exactly, but it was fucking violent. And it was, like, not fucking cool.
1: Yeah, I don't remember because I've never really... Unless... Except for, like, the really big moments that are, like, positive. Because you know how Vince is. Even with... Him owning WCW, he's like, bury all the bad shit unless it's, like, bad because I made it bad. Mm. You know? Like, Mm -hmm. the moment where um, Bischoff came out and he was like, well, the other guys, fucking Foley's gonna win their title tonight. And everybody's like, oh, well, he's better than you. And they flipped over.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Like, those type of bad moments, Vince, he's got no problem fucking telling everybody that shit, but moments like you're talking about, if like, you know, Savage Man handled some broad, yeah. that shit's not really talked about. Like, they don't, I've talked about it before, that Katie Vick storyline, they don't go near that. Mm. Although people are like, Kane got elected, but wasn't he involved with that? And they're like, involved with what? They're like, you know, Katie Vick, and they're like, who?
0: Yeah. Nothing.
1: And it's like, alright, that's how we're gonna play this Okay. Well, YouTube tells a story, man. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, I never really dug deep into WCW. I only know the big moments. Because I was always more of a WWE kid. Because, you know, as we said, like, that's when I grew up. So that's what I was seeing. And when you're younger and you contrast to, like, Austin 316 with fucking, we're old guys and we're taking over the show. It's like, well, fuck all y'all.
0: I got into the nitro because of like Goldberg. Yeah. I liked I thought fucking Goldberg was cool as shit. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of lame now and I'd probably get made fun of. I'm surprised you're not making fun of me for right now actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the um like the the most mainstream lamest probably gimmick, you know what I mean?
1: Well, the thing about Goldberg is, is, like, his gimmick was he really had no gimmick, you know?
0: Yeah, that's Because yeah, he's
1: kind of like all the guys now that we always bitch about, where it's just, like, big dude, no personality. That's kind of Goldberg. His personality was, I win. I just fucking beat people in 30 seconds. Right,
0: but that's why he was cool, because was he was the only one like that.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, I liked him. I liked Rey Mysterio. Yes. I actually like the cruiserweights more than... More well, than the heavyweights, actually.
1: That's one of those things that I know, because there were so many of those cruiserweights that were getting fucked over. They were the people that everybody was talking about other than, like, your Goldbergs. Yeah, And WCW was like, we'll pay you five grand. And it's like, why the fuck is this new Goldberg kid getting paid, like, 20 grand a show, but we're gonna get five grand a show. We're carrying the show. And they're like, he's an attraction, you're not. And it's like, but people are talking about us. And they're like, fuck you guys. So they all went to... ECW.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was like, they took a weird route. They went WCW to ECW to WWF.
1: Well, that's because like, WCW was landing all these dudes who were really selling tickets with stupid gimmicks. Mm -hmm. And most of these guys thought it's like, well, if that's what it's like here, if we go to New York, it's going to be worse. So they went to ECW where Paul was like, do whatever the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not going to get paid a lot, but we're going to build something here. And they're like, all right.
0: We're not getting paid anyway, so...
1: Yeah. At least we'll be able to do something and entertain people and, you know, build an audience for ourselves. And then they went to New York and Vince was like, well, let's try this and you'll still get buried, but at least you'll get paid for it. And they're like, fuck it, I'll take it. But speaking of wrestling... Well, you know, the thing you were talking about... And this is perfectly what I mean. I'll make this segue even more smooth or ham-fisted. You decide. While you were watching Goldberg go on his fucking no personality streak, I was fucking watching Taker light motherfuckers on fire or strap them to crosses and shit, you know? Yeah. Because that was always my thing, you know, this weird, dark, creepy dude, you know? Like, that's fucking fascinating. What's what's going on here? You know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like your tape got stuck. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Sorry, I got to flip the side.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've actually been taking yeah. <laughs> a
0: piss for the last five minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just with a tape rolling while I yammer. uh uh-huh. <laughs> now, fuck. So tell me about Taker's Twitter. And it's like, oh, I, I was going to try to be more smooth, but okay.
0: So tell me about Taker's Twitter. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, yeah, I got a message from Spec this morning. Fucking the thing fully feared. Has... Wow, that was some alliteration for you. Yeah, the, the thing, thing fully feared. Really, with the fucking Yaz? Yeah. I'm gonna fucking pop you. Yeah. Um, the thing fully feared has come to pass. The Undertaker is now on Twitter.
0: Do you think it's really him? It's not really
1: him. I think it's probably, like, his Instagram account. Fucking Michelle's like, it's been a couple days since you Instagrammed anything. He's like, I don't know, put up a fucking picture of me from 2007. She's like, got it! Yeah. Because he's like, fucking Instagram. Although, I'm gonna see real quick if I can get permission from somebody to read a conversation. I had an interesting spin on this.
0: And you had this conversation with somebody else?
1: Yeah. Because you wouldn't have a deep conversation betrayal. with me about Taker.
0: No, that's true.
1: <laughs> You're going to have to suffer through me talking about it. But I had a uh, conversation with OBL about it. That I've got an interesting theory, which I could tell you my half of it, but it's easier with her replies and shit. Okay. That basically my theory is that now that KFab has been broken, this is a dude who spent... Um, let's see, he's been in WWE for 29 years, he spent probably a good 20 of those years in seclusion. Mm-hmm. She asked me for recording tomorrow, I said now. He spent the better part of those 29 years, let's just say 30, in seclusion. Mm-hmm. Um. The only time people saw him or interacted with him is if they caught him. She says, hey Fitz. Hey, what's up? She'll hear this when it comes out. Um, The only time people got to interact with him is if they caught him in an airport or, you know, they maybe ran into him in a grocery store and knew who the fuck he was. Mm -hmm. He said, hey. So he knows like he's in the, let's be honest, end of his career. I say at this point, he's probably at most got a year left. I don't see him really going to next year's Mania. I would not be shocked if this year's is his last. So he's kind of, you know, on the downside, he's not going to be public anymore in that way for that, you know, five to ten minutes. He's not going to get that injection of like, oh, my God, you're the greatest Oh in that crushing wave, you know?
0: So this is how he's going to get his attention?
1: A little bit, because there is no way like you're fucking... You're a performer for 30 fucking years, and then you're suddenly like, nah, fuck that. You know, you want that charge, and sure, on Twitter, you'll see the occasional dude be like, you weren't as great as they said, fuck you, you know, just like when you go out to the ring, you'll have people that everybody else is cheering, you'll have that one dude that's like, boo, you suck, and it's like, seriously? (laughs) Seriously? So you'll still have those trolls and shit, but for the most part you're gonna have this overwhelming flood of like, oh my god, you're the greatest of all time, oh my god you're awesome, and that's just my tweets in the last like five minutes.
0: God, no shit. <laughs> he doesn't see him anymore because he's got you blocked. <laughs> he's been on Twitter for six hours and you're already blocked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, after that long of being in the public eye, and Like I told her earlier, there was like a, when he was, you know, American Badass, there was that five to at most seven years where he was public and like, he's doing interviews on Kimmel and shit, Mm -hmm. which if you haven't seen that, his interview on Kimmel, it's fucking weird because he has a pillow fight at one point. What? Yeah. Like he winds up this pillow and he starts blasting. I think it was Jimmy or maybe his cousin Sal and he's fucking blasting him and it's like, I don't care if it's a pillow or not. I don't want to get hit by nothing from that dude, you know? So yeah, there's this small period where he was public and open more. But again, for like the last 15 or so years, he's been in seclusion again until he started doing these interviews. So Kfab is broken. So when Foley was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and he's like, the last thing I want to see is Undertaker on Twitter being like, fucking just had a bagel or something him doing these interviews with different churches and shit and they're like, Hey, come on in. We're going to interview you for this documentary that really has nothing to do with you. But you know, you've been around mm-hmm. that whole fucking, oh, he's the spooky dead man. We rarely ever see that's a dad, you know? Yeah. So I can see this being his way to like interact with fans. Maybe, like I said, Michelle might be running it all for him. I don't see him being like, shit, what, what's my password? And she's like, I don't know. Don't use the spooky voice on me.
0: He's like fucking hunting and pecking with two big fucking gigantic sausage fingers.
1: With his big fucking broken fingers, you mean? Yeah. Because I sent you that picture, didn't I? Yeah, you
0: did. Yeah. His hands are all fucking jacked up and <laughs> gnarly. I was like, yeah, I, I, I think he might have broken that pinky a few times.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I... It
0: fucking sticks out to the side. It, like, points left.
1: Yeah, he's doing, like, you know, the devil horns, but it's, like, for some football team or some shit. And he's doing that. His pointer points kind of straight, but it is
0: His pinky looks like an S.
1: Yeah, his pinky's (laughs) like an S and going to the right, but it's, you know, it should be pointing to the left. It's that fucked up. (laughs) I remember somebody... Uh, once talked about him and said you know like he's the locker room leader and everything and he's like it sucked when you did something stupid he goes because he would point at you with those fucking fingers that are like waves Mm -hmm. and he goes anybody else if their hands were that fucked up and they pointed at you like that he goes you'd laugh but because it's him and he's pointing at you with those crooked and gnarly fingers it's like oh shit I'm in trouble Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I I wonder if this is his way of sort of still soaking up that public attention that, again, if you're an entertainer for 30 years, you do enjoy. And it's kind of hard to do without, you know?
0: Or else they're just getting, yeah, or or they're just getting, uh, they're like laying the foundation for, like, like you said, for his life after being in the ring. Yeah. To where he now builds his own, like a new public persona.
1: I could see that too. Yeah, you
0: know what I mean. Instead of, you know, like this is, this is his new look, I guess. Yeah. So that when he moves into the front office or whatever the fuck he does with WWE.
1: Well, that's what OBL and I were talking about. Which again, you follow her because we don't even say her name anymore. What assholes we are. <laughs> uh, at AC Farrell one nine seven six. Uh, that's what her and I were talking about. She said... She feels like he's setting the stage for something. I said, I agree with that. Um, but that th- thought occurred to me. All the shit I just said. And then I... Uh, let's see what else. Then I said the whole KFab is dead thing. And then I said, I wonder if he's moving into, like, a producer role. Because that's a fucking wealth of knowledge you can't get anymore. Because, like I said a little while ago, he's the last of that breed. And then... I think on his Twitter, there is a thing about like bookings and bookings and stuff. So that's, you know, for him, I guess another way to get that shit out there so he can go to like more cons and stuff. But I also oh, wonder, oh, I got you, I got you. Yeah. And I also wonder though, if maybe he might try to make a transition into acting or something.
0: I mean, might as well. Well, you know, but, but then, mentioned... again, then, then again, he has kind of tried that before.
1: <laughs> well, he tried it once. Well, no, I no, guess he he's... has done voiceover. Yeah. At least three times, and it's gone decently. So, yeah, I guess that yeah. could work. I was just thinking of, like, Suburban Commando.
0: Yeah, but I, hasn't he? is that the only thing he's been in? I thought he'd been in other things.
1: I think that's the only live-action thing he did, and then he's done... That Surfs Up sequel, he did the Flintstones movie, and then he was in the Scooby movie. Mm-hmm. Let me see. He might have done more, I just don't know. Or don't remember. But see, there was a um, rumor years ago. Well, not even a rumor, they announced it. And it's hard to find anything about it now, but there was an announcement that he was going to do a. Uh, they were going to do WWE Studios a supernatural western about the Undertaker character.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that. I I think we talked about it on here.
1: I don't... See, I couldn't remember if we talked about it because...
0: I think so, because I don't think I would have known... Or maybe I'm thinking about... Didn't they do a comic book that was like that?
1: Yeah, they've had a couple comic series about him.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what we talked about.
1: And then we talked about that uh, novel, too. Right. That Kane novel. Right, yeah. But then... If I have talked about it, sorry, I'm going to talk about it again, because nobody really talks about it, but WWE studios announced it's gotta be more than 10 years ago. It was right when they were really launching their movie shit with see no evil and the Marine and all of that Mm -hmm. shit that they announced they were doing a uh, supernatural Western about the undertaker character. It was going to be like set in the 1800s or some shit. And he was going to play the character that he basically started out as like a Western mortician. And that was really all they said. They didn't announce a writer or a director. They just said they were doing this movie. He was going to be in it. And then nothing fucking happened. So Hmm. I wonder if maybe that might, you know, come back now that, you know, he's moving to the other side. Maybe. Let's see. Films, he did. Suburban Commando, he was in that Beyond the Mat documentary. Flintstones, Scooby-Doo, Surf's Up 2. Television, he did an episode. Well, that's... That's not acting. He was on an episode of Live with Regis and Kathie Lee. That's not acting.
0: Well, no, but that's probably it's probably listed under self.
1: Uh, if you're a, no, are you on IMDb? Really. No, I'm on um, Wikipedia. He was in oh. an epi- two episodes of Poltergeist, The Legacy, Downtown, The Con. His role was The Undertaker. A celebrity Deathmatch, he did a voice for one episode. He was on an episode of America's Most Wanted. What? As The Undertaker. He, he was epi- on there
0: as The Undertaker?
1: Yeah, I wonder if like they had some kind of deal with WWE to try and bring more attention to the show and maybe get people to watch it to help try and find these criminals. And they were like, find them or rest in peace or something. I don't know. He did the episode of Jimmy Kimmel in 2003. That's listed as himself. And then he... I remember this. It's the only time I watched The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, he showed up on there and tombstoned a uh, turkey.
0: Tombstone a to turkey.
1: In two thousand. See, that was really, like, four years ago is when I really started having problems with the way they handled him. Because he just showed up, fucking music, smoke, all that, tombstone a to turkey, and fucking walked out. I was like, huh?
0: That's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. They must have paid a lot for
1: that. Again given what he allegedly makes just to show up on TV and stuff for the company, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he hasn't done much acting, but I could see him making that transition.
0: Yeah, maybe. It's hard to say, because uh, I mean, he's he's not, it's not the most um, verbose character. No. So it's kind of hard to judge acting ability when you don't really say much
1: yeah and the thing with him is you can tell when they really script his promos too which you would think a dude with his clout they wouldn't but you can tell they still do because when they script his promos and i don't know if you know how they do it but wwe it's like you get your lines that day sometimes just before you head out So you've got to know that shit because Vince, he's a fucking tyrant and he's always changing shit. So, yeah. It's kind of hard but when he's got scripted lines you can tell because he kind of stumbles over them. I'm sure like on a set they're like, hey, here, we'll throw you the next line. It would be easier. Mm -hmm. But still, yeah, he's you don't really get a taste for his acting ability. And I mean, after this long as that character he's great as that character but it's like He's kind of been pigeonholed for 30 years, you know. You can only really see him as like a Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees type. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But yeah, that's pretty fucking weird and crazy. Yep. <sighs> yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm trying not to say yeah so much, I don't know what to say to respond. <laughs>
1: uh... I'm just starting to
0: start nodding my head.
1: I've noticed I've done that to you a few times and I catch myself and real quick I give a yeah and it sounds like I'm bored but it's like no stupid say something acknowledge you're alive (laughs) but yeah anywho anything to add or no want to move on I wonder how many people get annoyed when I go into these deep dives on (sighs) characters like wrestling characters and shit because I don't think we have a lot of wrestling listeners oh
0: well Maybe it's interesting because they don't know anything about it.
1: Maybe, or maybe they're just like, "Yeah, you earned the title, you fucking nerd." <laughs> it's like, oh, nerd, nerd. Anywho, um,
0: speaking of nerd, I got. Oh, and speaking of all the snow we got, did you like? Did you like my uh, toy chest tweet?
1: Yeah, that was funny.
0: <laughs> We're out in the all this snow playing with my kids, and it made me think about when i was a kid and remember having this much snow cuz it doesn't normally snow this much here no that made me think about uh one time we had enough snow that i could uh that i took some of my gi Joes out and we were playing in the snow like it was fucking arctic conditions and shit mhm i actually got to use snow job in the fucking snow like they do on the commercial yeah which, thinking back now, if I go back and watch that, I'm sure it was fucking fake snow.
1: When Probably. you are a kid,
0: you're like, fucking hey, man, you could go out and have him ski down fucking real snow and shit.
1: Toy commercials were always fucking bullshit.
0: Yeah. Star Wars was never too bad. G.I. Joe was real bad about that. They yeah. always made shit look fucking super awesome.
1: Like the Power Rangers commercials when I was little, they did too. Yeah. Where they would have these elaborate toy sets, and it's like, oh my god, that's gonna be awesome. Then you get it, and you just got this figure, and it's like, well, these really don't fit in in my bedroom. Where's the fucking awesome sets? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <sighs> Disappointment abounds. <Yeah. of> <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, but I I went in the house and got uh, got out my snow job in my fucking Arctic, my fucking I forget what it was called the the little snowmobile that he, that he drives. And posed him up and took some pictures,
1: <laughs>
0: just because I'm a nerd.
1: Did you take some pictures for a toy chest or nah?
0: I took a bunch. I, I some of them didn't turn out very good. So, gotcha. if if I eventually, I eventually will do one, and then I I may end up having to take retake some pictures in the <laughs> house. But
1: you'll have to get some asbestos in the fucking bathtub. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> some cotton batting.
1: Yeah, I do.
0: But yeah, that was fun. Uh, that made me feel good for
1: some reason. You're connecting with your childhood.
0: I guess so, yeah.
1: In a fucking weird way that you never really get to.
0: Yeah. But it was weird because, I, like I said, I was thinking about it. I was like, I only ever got to use this guy one fucking time in the snow. And it never works the way you think it's going it to. never looks as cool as it did on the commercial.
1: No. Like I said, commercials are lies. Yeah bullshit I forget what I said
0: the same thing happened with uh, my G.I. Joe whale it was a fucking hovercraft (laughs) oh it was fucking sweet this thing was humongous right so I got the the big idea once that I'm gonna dig a fucking pot like a hole in the backyard and fill it with water and then we're gonna have fucking water adventures with these guys yeah it was fun until it was time to like clean everything up and fucking my hovercrafts got fucking mud in it. Oh no. Yeah, everything was fucking full of mud. Oh. I was like, "Oh yeah, that wasn't such a good idea." I hate
1: everything.
0: Like if I had had some kind of parental direction, yeah. uh, maybe we maybe we would have put like some plastic lining down in the hole or, you know, something like that because again i'm like thinking oh in the commercials for like the uh the shark and the copperhead or the water moccasin little fucking boat things it always looks so cool they had like a little fucking like river setup where they yeah. could make these things go down the river and i'm like oh, i'll do something like that and then yeah yeah. Stupid, kid, stupid kid not realizing, like, this was all indoors and, like, s- set up in a clean environment and shit. Well, I'll just go dr- dig a trench in the backyard and fill it with water. That'll uh, work.
1: Yeah, that's the thing about childhood. You never fucking think, well, fucking, you could put water in the ground and everything will be fine. No. Nope. It's like, oh, yeah, they had a fucking bucket that they built a set around. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. Stupid
0: I- kids. I think it's, I think it got cleaned out mostly, but it always Go bothered look. me. That always Go. bothered me.
1: Yeah. Go look at it and let us know.
0: I may have to. It's only about 15 feet away from me right now.
1: <laughs> Save that for next episode.
0: I will. I'm we'll have a, up.
1: Uh, yeah, but have an update. Saying, like, give them a cliffhanger. Yeah. Something to look forward to next time.
0: Yeah. I think it's over there somewhere. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure exactly where it's at, actually. <laughs> I think it's in one of those tubs over there. I'm looking right that, at them.
1: That's gonna make me giggle when we talk about that next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was there was something else I wanted to talk about before we got the burn notice. Oh, speaking of toys you had for the snow, mm-hmm. but you rarely got to use.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, one year um, we were at Walmart, and my mom and dad found these snow scooters. Okay. It was basically like a Razor scooter for the snow, back when the Razor scooters got real popular in the late 90s and shit,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh my god, this is going to be awesome! It's like a snowboard with a stick on it.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. They still have those, I just saw some last night. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm, yeah, I went to four places yesterday looking for a second sled for our house. Yeah. Fucking nobody has sleds.
1: See, we never got sleds. My dad, I've said before, like, he was a garbage man. He got these trash can liners. And, I mean, it sounds fucking ghetto and trashy as hell, but they are the greatest fucking sleds ever, dude. I bet they're
0: fucking slick as shit.
1: They're real thick, and, like, they've got a lip on them where you can fit, like, three motherfuckers in these things, and there's no tip risk with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So they're the greatest sleds ever. Those were our sleds when we were little. We'd fucking go dragging them. Everybody else would have these little round discs that barely their ass and legs could fit on. Mm -hmm. And we'd come in with this fucking thing as big as a Cadillac and they'd be like, that's your sled? And it's like, you fucking (laughs) (laughs) A-right. Did you find a sled though or no?
0: No, I got a snow tube. Oh, like like, an inner tube? Yeah, it looks like a donut. It's decorated like a donut. Yeah, it worked. It works really good.
1: That was <laughs> in the background of your uh, toy picture.
0: Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, sure it looks,
1: was. It looks like the Homer Simpson donut.
0: It sure does. Yep. But that that works really good. It's real slick too. The sled they have they've had since my oldest was little, so they probably had it seven seven years probably. Wow. It's just a cheapy plastic sled that he got one year from one of his aunts. It yeah. works okay. It works okay, but they wanted to be able to go down together, you know. Yeah, don't have to take turns. They used to be able to ride it together, but they can't both fit on it anymore together.
1: Yeah. See, now so, I'm and, saying yeah, my yeah. So any, anyway,
0: stopped. they the the fourth store I went to, I found that donut. Gotcha. Um, but they also had like one or two of the what you're talking about, like a scooter or a snowboard with a handlebars on it.
1: Uh, yeah, and like I said, we got these and we were super excited. And on the box it says works best in like five plus inches of snow Mm -hmm. for the next fucking like 10 years (laughs) we barely got a dusting of snow so we never got to use these goddamn snow scooters that we were so fucking excited for Mm
0: -hmm. that's what's so irritating about the snow around here is it's just enough to fuck up traffic yeah and fuck up your day and make shit sloppy and nasty and gross hmm It's almost never enough to actually get, like, some really good snow play. Yeah. Like, today, I fucking made a snowman. Like, a little, like, four-foot, three-foot-high snowman. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've made a fucking snowman since I was a kid. Yeah. Every year, every year they want to make a snowman, and I'm like, the snow don't fucking work. There's three inches, of, there's two inches, of, three inches of snow on the ground. What are we going to make a snowman out of? You know? By the time you get enough snow dug up, there's fucking leaves and sticks and shit in it. Your snowman looks like a fucking looks like pig pen.
1: I was going to say you got a junkie snowman, but that works too.
0: Yeah. But this was like, it was perfect. I was just like scoop shit up, scoop snow up and fucking, it was wet. It molded like sand, like sandcastle almost. It was perfect.
1: <laughs> you say scoop shit up. It's like, that's not snow, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. There was one year. Uh, when my brother was here and he was with the bitch with the kid, Mm -hmm. um, kids little, and they were like, we need to take her out and make a snowman with her. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's no fucking snow, asshole. So what they did was they got a cup. Uh, We had these purple little cups that were maybe about six inches tall. Mm -hmm. They packed it with snow, flipped it over, dumped it out, and then made a little ball and put it on top. That was about all the snow we had for a snowman. And it's like it, so you got an eight inch snowman. Whoop the fucking do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I understand this no snow play struggle. Speaking of fucking snow play though, another funny story. This could be a joke corner if I'd have thought of it. We used the house across the street. We used to like sled down its hill because our hill sucks, you know. Mm-hmm. And one time, uh, we were going down it, and it's like motherfuckers don't aim at the cars. One kid got stuck under a car. Oh. There's more to it than that. If it was a joke corner, I would have gone more into details. But it was fucked up, and he was screaming and panicking, and I was laughing because like you fucking deserved it, asshole. I told you there's a path right here. There's no cars here. You pick the one spot where there's a car to be like, fuck it. This is where I'm gonna sled. Oh
0: man, <laughs> dumb kid.
1: Yeah. But anyway, yeah, those snow scooters. We never got to fucking use them. Yeah. Always fucking bum me out.
0: Yeah, sometimes it'll snow here and like Bernie will be like, I'll get home from work and it starts snowing, you know, yeah. I get home and he's like, all right, let's go sledding. And I'm like, dude, we got a half inch of snow. I can see <laughs> grass. It still looks green in the backyard with a little bit of white in it. We can't fucking sled on that. Or even, or even if it's a two inches, three inches, sometimes that's not enough, you uh-huh. know, because you sink down into the and then you're like parked.
1: Yeah. You got to have enough to not fucking crush it and be like, oh, I am I can feel the fucking blades of grass poking mm-hmm. through my pants, tickling my ass. Mm-hmm.
0: And even this, this was almost too much because they tried sledding the first few times, few, first few runs. All they yeah. were doing was like snow plowing it and smashing it down. Yeah. So they'd go like three feet and stop. And mm-hmm. then they'd go back up to the hill and slide down and it'd go a couple more feet past that. And then until they got a pl- path dug. And then once it was all smashed down real good, then it was fucking... Then it was on, like, Donkey Kong. Then, then it was like a sheet of ice, almost.
1: Yeah. That's the fucking thing that sucks, too, is when it gets so packed down like that and it gets so hard, it hurts. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's no nothing fun about this.
0: Mm-hmm. And then one spot, for some reason, didn't pack down like the rest of it, so it made this <laughs> big lump in the middle of the <laughs> path, so they do that, then they fucking fly up in the air, because <laughs> it made, like, a ramp, almost. <laughs>
1: I watched this. I've been watching really getting into like fail army and shit on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And they posted a bunch of like snow fails and shit. Mm -hmm. And there's this one video of this girl. It's like, I don't know how she's fucking giggling or alive at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Where she goes sledding down a hill. She hits the jump and she kind of flips forward. And she lands real weird on her neck and like her feet go back and kiss her ears. Oh. She was like a circle for a second and you see her body just kind of ragdoll out of it oh. and everybody's like, oh, and they're start running up to her and you see her kind of flip over and this huge grin on her face. And it's like, you're the type that things are going to go bad for you because you enjoyed that pain too much. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fucked up. Um, Since we're talking about snow, real quick, I'll talk about The Grinch. Oh, yeah. Because Angie and I went and saw that, fuck, two, three weeks ago now?
0: We never did make it to see that.
1: I was going to ask you that. Nope. Because you said you were going to go see it, and I was hoping you did, because I was hoping you could remind me about it a little bit so I could talk more in depth about it, but fuck, I was hoping you did.
0: No, we never made it.
1: Well, I'm not going to, and it's not just because I can't remember it, because I do remember some bits of it, but I'm not going to spoil anything, but it is a vastly different version than, you know, like the book slash special and the Jim Carrey version.
0: I've never even seen the Jim Carrey one. That one looks like Nightmare Fuel.
1: It's not bad, but yeah, it is really fucking dark aesthetically.
0: Mm -hmm. To the point where it's like, this is uh, looks like a Tim Burton movie.
1: It does exactly, and it's like even with like the odd shapes and designs that Tim Burton stuff Mm -hmm. has, it it's down to that too. It does. It looks like a Tim Burton movie. It's real weird because it's directed by Ron Howard. What really? Yeah.
0: Damn, I don't remember that. I didn't remember that mm-hmm. being his movie
1: Which makes it even weirder because I don't know I I just never expected him to be like I'm a kooky artist mm-hmm. Like you know Tim Burton is But I do enjoy that movie I think it gets a bit more shit Than it deserves yeah. But that is one criticism that I will get On board with It is too aesthetically dark It's a fucking Dr. Seuss story And they're like fuck it let's just paint everything Black and purple dark purple
0: I'm very goth.
1: Exactly, yeah. And it's, like I said, it's just strange. But Jim Carrey is perfect for that role, and his costume and design was perfect, too. I loved that. But yeah, Angie and I went and saw The Grinch, and I'll be honest, I think this might be my favorite version of that story.
0: Really? That's really. a fucking bold statement.
1: It is, but there's a couple reasons why. First, Uh, most importantly i think would be the animation because like i said speaking of snow Mm -hmm. seeing the snow outside today i don't know how the fuck they did it but the snow and ice in that movie it looks like they took pictures and somehow made a move because it looks so real and fucking majestic and magical the snow and shit it Yeah, because at one point, I even poked her, and I was like, look at the fucking snow, and she goes, huh? I went, look at that snow, and she goes, I know, I was just lost in it, too. Huh. Because it's just immaculate and breathtakingly beautiful, the snow specifically, but, like, all the animation. The wind on everybody's fur is kind of breathtaking, too. Hmm. There's a lot of new shit, like, there's a moose...
0: Yeah, I figure there must be a lot of new sh- I mean it's like a full-length movie, right? It's not just like an hour long.
1: Uh, yeah, like the Jim Carrey version they're like, "Well, there's not much here. It's like a fucking 40-page book. Let's add some new shit." But I think the new shit in this works better than it did in the Jim Carrey version. But if you haven't seen the Jim Carrey version, you specifically, I would say watch this bef- watch the Jim Carrey version before you see this. Really? just because if if you watch this when you go and watch the Jim Carrey version it'll be like well this sucks but they created a neighbor who he's kind of a little bit annoying but not in a like I hate this guy but in a comically annoying fashion where it's like a, you can sort of see why Grinch hates him and he's voiced by Keenan Thompson oh really uh, yeah and he's fucking awesome though and I I I wasn't able to tell if it's just because I've been a huge fan of Keenan Thompson since I was like seven when he was on all that. But yeah, he's fucking great. And it's like, I want more of him, but he's just this really super upbeat kind of quirky kid or not kid, but dude mm-hmm. who's always like, Hey Grinch, Merry Christmas. And Grinch is like, eh, fuck you.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. He's like the opposite of him.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And he's, like Grinch is this tall, fucking sort of slender. He's real short and fat. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like Jay and Silent Bob, to be honest. Which, speaking of, as I said before, our bro Scotty Mo co-directed it. There's two parts in it, and you called the one. There's two parts of it that I am damn Skippy. He's like, let's do this, and they're like, all right. The one is like you called it out when I told you about it after I saw it. This yeah, one well, I saw kid... it.
0: Yeah, I saw it in. I saw it in a clip.
1: Yeah something happens and this one kid goes that's beautiful and it's like that's fucking snowball Mm -hmm. and i wish they would have tagged on the man because the way the kid says it it would have fit but it it does it is kind of weird a little bit you know oh yeah for this kid to sort of just slip into like stoner talk yeah that's one of the moments where it's like i bet you that's a moment there's no way it can't be
0: right it's a little too much of a coincidence
1: yeah. And then the other one, and I don't know if anybody else really noticed this or called it out, but there's a uh, moment in the beginning where the Mom Cindy Lou Who's mom is like she's the typical fucking overworked, stressed mom and she's like trying to get the kids ready for school and get the dishes done and get breakfast done and all this shit. Yeah. And she's trying to plunge the fucking sink so she can do the dishes. And she's plunging the sink and something like hits the sink and the bubbles splash up on her. And it's so subtle that nobody really would look at that and be like, Bukaki. But it kind of looks like Bukaki, you know? Oh. Uh, there's just white shit all over her face and she's just kind of like, ah, 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 after it splashes on her. And it's oh. like... It it, it is, it's so subtle that, like, no kid would be like, there's something weird going on in here, isn't there? Mm -hmm. I think that's a Mosier moment, too. Supposedly, Mm -hmm. there's a few other moments in it that it's like, that's clear Mosier, but I didn't really notice anything else that stuck out as the dude, you know, we listen to on Smodcast or Phoebe, But those two moments, for sure, I'm like, that's gotta be Mosier. Those, it's just too fucking... Out there to not be. Yeah. But yeah, it was fucking great. And and I was worried at first about uh, Cumberbatch's Grinch because we're so used to the fucking voice from the special and Jim Carrey even did that same type of voice, you know, where it's got a tinge of Britishness, but it's menacing too. Mm hmm. But he's like, fuck that. This is something new. We're not even going there, you know? And I think that works because if you had just done that same type of voice, it would have just been like, well, why fucking bother, man?
0: Yeah, I just know that, I think it was, was it Solo? I think it might have been Solo. That's when, that's about the time when they were show starting to intersperse in between like the previews at the movies, the fucking stupid little Grinch segments. Yeah. Oh, it was so fucking annoying hated it i was like there's no fucking way i'm ever gonna go see this movie just because that fucking irritated me so much those stupid little jokes that he was doing in between commercials or in between the trailers i was like what the fuck is this shit but yeah when it when it finally did come out the trailers did look pretty good
1: i mean yeah for the most part i just wanted to see it because it's like you know support Mosier. yeah but it did look shockingly good well that's cool having seen it it's like oh i'm so glad we fucking saw that cuz yeah it's great and like i said the animation is amazing
0: yeah i feel bad my wife really wanted to go see it and then one of the kids decided they didn't want to go yeah so then it all kind of just fell apart and we just never never ended up going she was just going to take the one kid and then yeah oh the fucking holidays just fell apart as we've already covered
1: yeah well you said the day i was supposed to go see it you said well, maybe she'll take the other kid to go see it tomorrow because her and him want to really see it. And I was like, oh, well, all right. So I was hoping at least she would go but and tell you about it, but I was hoping you would get to make it too. No. But yeah, I mean, all the familiar beats are there too, obviously. But they do get to them in a different way too, so it is kind of interesting.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I'll definitely I, have to watch it when it comes out.
1: I was really shocked because... For some reason, I thought it was called How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but yeah, it it is just called The Grinch. I thought that was kind of weird.
0: Yeah, I just thought they were trying to be cool, trying to be hip.
1: That's possible, too. I didn't think about that. I don't know I'm not cool or hip, so I never think that way.
0: Yeah, me neither, really. Speaking of which, didn't Dr. Seuss's wife just die?
1: Um, sounds possible.
0: Seems like she just died, like, right before Christmas.
1: That's possible.
0: She was, like, fucking 90-something years old.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a good time for fucking 90-something-year-olds, was it? Mm-mm. But speaking of Dr. Seuss, do you ever get annoyed by the people who think they're fucking so smart? Because they don't say Dr. Seuss and they're like, Ted Geisel. You know, they say his real name. You want to crack those fuckers in the face, don't you? Mm-hmm. I know I do. You know
0: what's really fucked up is, like, Seuss <laughs> is not a made-up name. That's his mom's maiden name, was Seuss. Oh,
1: yeah yeah i knew that yeah
0: it wasn't it's not it sounds like a word that he just made up like the fucking weird ass words in his books like i think he
1: made up the word nerd
0: you know i think you're right i think i did hear that
1: this is our tribute to dr seuss episode because he made up our name you ain't getting no money estate
0: try to come try to come get some (laughs) (laughs) i think i think we might have six dollars in our nerd blitz account
1: back up that's our word
0: (laughs) that's our word (laughs) He's taking it back.
1: <laughs> um. So, yeah, do you want to talk about Burn Notice real quick, or do you want to save that for next episode? We did kind of tease it for this episode, but I don't want to go too long and kind of fuck the second episode.
0: Yeah, why don't we put it... The, fuck it, make him come back. You want to hear okay. some more Burn Notice? Come back for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so I did all that shit at the beginning for nothing. <laughs> yep, I'm doing it again next episode. But yes, The Grinch. Go see The Grinch. It's fucking awesome. Taker's on Twitter now at The Undertaker. Fitz tweeted a picture of um his GI gel thing. Mm-hmm. Go check that out. What else did we talk about? R.I.P. Mean
0: Gene. R.I.P. Doctor Seuss's wife. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, you know you used the wrong hashtag in your toy chest. Yeah, I figured I did. It's
0: nerd. It's was it's TNB toy chest. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked up.
1: Uh, You Stupid. Fuck dumb. (laughs) I'm so stupid. (laughs) Let's do some thank yous and get out of here, huh? All right. We're only at an hour and 20, though. Yeah. You got a short topic you want to talk about real quick? Like, no, I gotta go pee pee.
0: I do gotta go pee pee, actually.
1: Okay, I'll tell this real quick. I did read The Shining finally.
0: Oh yeah.
1: I finished it.
0: Yeah, and you wrote a review of it too, didn't you?
1: I did. Did you read my review? I did not. Bitch. Sorry. You don't like none of my stuff I do. I don't have that much time. Like, I can either write my own shit or read yours, fat boy. I can't do both!
0: Yeah, right now, I don't seem to be able to do either, so...
1: <laughs> I didn't want to be the one to say it, but as long as you know... No. Yeah, well, I'm aware. <laughs> uh, yeah, you need to get on the toy chest for this week.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> um. But yeah, I read The Shining. It was pretty good, for the most part.
0: For the most part?
1: Yeah, like I told you when I said in my review, there's some things that really annoy me and I feel like he should have used cross-cutting more instead of like, for instance, he would say, he would tell you like the same 15 minute period three times from like four different, or four times from four different perspectives.
0: Oh, really? I I don't remember that part. I mean, I don't remember it being like that.
1: Yeah, and it was kind of annoying because it's these long, drawn-out things like Jack did this, 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 and this. And you cut to Wendy, and it's like, while Jack was doing this, 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 and this, she did that, 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 and that. Then they cut to fucking Danny, and it's like, and while... He did this, 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 and this. She did that, 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 and that. He oh, did I, I this, that, this, saying. that, and this, that. And it's like, oh my God.
0: I get what you're saying.
1: And I feel like it would have benefited from some cross-cutting. The chapters, I felt, were way too long. That's why it took me almost two months to read it.
0: Oh, yeah, he is he's very wordy. That's for sure.
1: But that doesn't bother me. It's just the long chapters. Because he'll like, have an almost cliffhanger in the middle of the chapter and then go to another character. Mhm. And it's like, well, you could have had another chapter there. That, yeah. 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 But um speaking of so... where
0: speaking of cross-cutting and jumping around in the story,
1: <laughs>
0: I finished uh last shot
1: which had too much, right?
0: <laughs> which was way too much. Yeah. Like to the point where I was like, I don't I can't. I mean, it took forever for me to read it. I started it, put it down, and was like I'm never fucking finishing this piece of shit. Yeah. And then I read uh, Lost Stars. Yeah, and the and the Princess of Alderaan book that were actually really good books. And then I was mm-hmm. like, I need more Star Wars books. So I was like, Let me give this thing another shot.
1: <laughs> Let me give this a last shot.
0: Yeah, it should be this guy's last shot at writing Star Wars, is what I'm saying.
1: Damn.
0: But uh, yeah, it was it was not good.
1: That's kind of disappointing. I, I
0: it was it was finishable. It was it was readable. And it did it did eventually get to a point kind of yeah i didn't necessarily like the point or you know the <laughs> the the outcome yeah or the the plot it, it eventually it eventually got to a plot <laughs>
1: oh wow
0: well it's it's like it's it's a bunch of jumping around in time so it, it takes forever for you to know what's even fucking going on
1: you know you saying that there was an old book in the eu called Riptide that jumped through time like that yeah, and I've had that fear about that.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, it's yeah, not like so. it's not. They're not. It's not uh, time travel.
1: No, 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 no. Oh, but okay. it's like they tell you like Han did this in fucking like eight, 1985, and then Han did this in two thousand fifteen, and it's like, oh, okay.
0: Well, that's what this is too. Only that's it's what I'm saying. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, it actually There's... goes through like four different time periods, I think. Oh, good lord! With different characters in each one. So it it follows the the bad guy in several different time periods, or maybe three time periods, and then it follows Han and Chewie and a couple other people, and I think Lando in one time period, and then and then it follows them ten years before Jedi, and then fifteen years before Jedi, and then or before uh I don't know it, it was just fu- it was fucking confusing, and they yeah, would, and they would he would he would write it and. The individual chapters weren't that bad, really, but you'd get to the end and it would be almost like a cliffhanger or something Mm -hmm. or something is about to happen or they're about to figure something out and then it Mm -hmm. would jump to 15 years ago. And then, then it'd be like, then it'd be somebody, the next chapter would be somebody else 10 years ago or something. And then the third chapter, the third chapter after that would, would pick up the thing that you, you know what I'm saying? So that by that time, you don't even remember what's going on.
1: I was going to say, who's who. get the cliffhanger from three chapters ago, so when they give you the reveal, it's like, I, right. I, I don't know what yeah, I'm supposed no to care impact. about here.
0: There's no, yeah, there's no impact, and you can't just pick it up and figure out, I don't know, and, it, and it's not all, they're not all familiar characters either, there's a lot of new characters, so yeah. it's, like, it's like, I forget who's who and who's what, like what species, or like what, you know what I'm saying, like is... Yeah,
1: yeah, that's like kind of the problem a, I had Like Lando's got a Twi'lek girlfriend,
0: and their pilot is... Mm-hmm. Something and for some reason they keep calling the pilot they instead of him or her, and I can't fucking remember for the life of me why. But you know what I mean, and then there's a fucking yeah. Ewok in there that's talking Ewok that nobody can understand, and Oh lord. She's a computer hacker, and I'm like, okay, that's Oh, that character. That
1: I've heard that like she's an awesome fucking character. Uh, I mean
0: define awesome because
1: Extremely good. <laughs>
0: i mean okay i would it's not bad it's kind of interesting but she doesn't speak english at all so basic basic fine <laughs> whatever whatever she says you can't understand what the fuck she's saying and nobody else and nobody else
1: it's not translated
0: no it's written in fucking ewokese. okay and then at some, at a few points, there'll be somebody who understands and they'll translate it for you or they'll or they'll just figure out what she said by what she does afterwards. But it's not like, it's, it's weird. It's like, so I don't know how awesome that character could be when you can't really gauge their personality very much because you can't understand what they're saying. Okay. And the, and the, the part that gets me is how the fuck did an Ewok become a computer expert three years after Endor?
1: Oh boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You
0: get what I'm saying?
1: You know, I told you, because you were harsh on it in our DMs, and it's like, you know, I'm probably going to like this now because you've set my expectations super fucking low and you were like, didn't even reply to me when I said that because <laughs> you were like, you're fucking stupid, fuck you. <laughs> no.
0: I, I, I probably just didn't reply. Or didn't feel like it needed a reply.
1: Yeah, but hearing this, it's like, uh-oh.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, it's it's it felt very Star trek yeah. Even the 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 ultimate plot or the ultimate MacGuffin thing that they're going after, and the the bad guy's motivations and everything, it just felt fucking Star Trek, and and not even necessarily like derivative Star Trek too. Not even like oh, I've never heard it. I've never thought about this before or seen this done anywhere before. Um you know. So it was like oh, I don't know. It just the whole thing seemed very. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Just, just gotcha. not
0: great. Just not. But I had to finish it. I didn't want to not finish it.
1: Yeah, I've heard a lot of praise from that book. For that book. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, Lord.
1: I mean, people aren't saying, like, it's one of the best of the or the new canon. But I've heard pra- a lot of praise for it. Fuck, no. Mm-mm. But, you know, what you were saying about, like, his cross-cutting too much where you forget what's going on. That is part of my problem with The Shining, though. Because, like I said, he will tell this thing from, you know, like, Jack's Oh, yeah, I guess it is
0: similar to the... It is a little bit similar, isn't
1: it? Uh, yeah, and then he switches... And it ends on a cliffhanger. Then he switches to Wendy's perspective. And then he switches to Danny's. And it's like, okay, what the fuck happened with Jack now? And at one point, like, there's a big cliffhanger where everybody's... Jack's going batshit. And they switch to Florida with dick and it's like well and then you stick with him for like 30 pages or so so you're like what the fuck was going on he was going crazy i think Mm -hmm. so yeah there is cross-cutting but i mean like in the same chapter cut back and forth instead of like 30 pages about jack and 30 pages about wendy you know what i mean yeah because it just gets tiring after a while
0: well the other thing with this book was was it took a long time to go not very far yeah. In my, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of... And a lot of repetitive action, I felt like. Yeah. And a lot of repetitive descriptions of things.
1: Well, I will tell you this, and I mean, trust me, I'm not like a great writer or anything, but when I was doing those Star Wars videos for my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. it is hard to write action. And not have it be the same there's only like so many moves oh yeah
0: i know but i I mean in that universe i I mean even like let's go back to the cockpit over and over again you know what i'm saying
1: okay i gotcha
0: like come on man
1: like a lot of the same terminology over and over again
0: yeah well no but just like it felt like they were always like rolling their eyes or they were always
1: yeah that's what i mean
0: or or they were always going yeah, it was always like... I
1: thought she meant, like, repetitive action, like he's saying, I fired my blaster and she blocked it. I fired oh, my no, blaster Oh, no, not, not like that. It.
0: I just meant, I mean, like...
1: No, 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 I got you now. I yeah. Under... Okay, I feel you. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Almost, almost bend to see.
1: Yeah. Which I was sad nobody fucking picked up on that joke, really. That one I tweeted about him ringing back Legion of Superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anywho, um, and the other thing I wanted to mention real quick is that book, that Hulk book I got at the con. Uh huh. I s- just started reading that. I read the prologue to it. So, oh okay. So far, that's going good. I read the intro too, and it it's a little heartbreaking to read that intro because the intro is written by Stan. Oh. And it's like at the height of his power, it was written I think in like '78 or something. Oh yeah. So it's like you getting pure Stan, son. Pure pimp. Yeah. Yeah, and he's talking about what makes Hulk great and all this shit, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> it's like oh this it hurts. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I just started reading that too. That'll probably be my next review if it doesn't suck. Cool. So yeah, now we can do thank yous and stuff. Okay. Um, thanks as per usual. Go to the, at the J Sarge, at Sherry Archinoff, at J P Montgomery, and at Looking for Eight. I should have went a little more in depth on that so I could do the Knights of nerd them but I didn't.
0: No, that's okay. I like that. That's a good that's a good concise thank you list.
1: I know, but I, I like giving them a little extra sauce. Yeah. Um every once in a while I can shorten it. Um and ask for our shit. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud and find everything we new we do at nerdblitz.com, including the NerdBlitz book reviews that I write and the Nerd Blitz toy tre- no, Fitz's toy chest. Mm. See, that's the confusing thing about that. I was, i told you, I was like, come up with a hashtag for it, and you were like, why not TNB toy chest? So it's- I want to call it TNB toy chest, but it's like on the site, it's Fitz's toy chest, so there's a fucking input error in my brain, you know? I never really know what to call it.
0: I only said that so that it would match uh, TNB commentary and TNB Book TNB book club.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, you said so it'll match the pods and yeah, question of the week and the review hashtags. But yeah, it does. There's an input error in my brain. I'm never sure what to call it. But yeah, it's Fitz's toy chest that you write at nerdblitz.com. Get yourself some merch by going to redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitzpod slash portfolio. We got all our designs there, including Knights of Nerd Blitzdom. <laughs> I got it in. <laughs> And get yourself some extra content as if you don't have enough by going to tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com. I am at the Scooby Doom. You are
0: at Fitzman seventy three.
1: And together we are at Nerd Blitz Pod on both the Twitter and the Instasham. Which takers on there too? Fuck, dude, stop. <laughs> Anywho, is that all? That's all. Until next time, where we talk more about Burn Notice, and we may get an update on your muddy toy from the 70s or Maybe. 80s. 80s. 80s, that's what I said. Um, until next time. Bye. I don't know what voice I did, so I'll say come back next time or somebody depends on it. Reverb! <laughs> this has been a feature of... JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.